it can't be picked up. And I'm going to. I just really hope that your audio here. I, <laughs> I just hope that our puppets really are able to, you know, encapsulate the magnificence of your beards. Oh, that'd God. be cool. No context. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It <does>. Well, a <laughs> little preview for the people about our our uh, our next venture. Uh, yes, well, we'll um, be able to insert ourselves inside of each other and be. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just me inside all of us. Hey, Greg, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know Speaking if of stopping right works. there, how about the Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still don't get how lettuce took down a ship. I'm just gonna re- I'm just gonna rehash that joke until it sinks. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that is the one. That is it. Yep, that's the one. So uh we're at another week of news, gentlemen. And there is sure so much news. All we are at the of end it. of the year in which most of our news sort of centers around gaming. We start seeing a lot of, you know, tech stuff coming out. Um, so, but uh, as we get into this week's... Headlines. We're going to start with a really polarizing uh, game in Cyberpunk 2077. We all own it. Uh, we have all played it. Uh, some of us, you two, more than others, me. Um, <laughs> and it and so what has been happening is that uh, I believe, if I got the timeline correctly, Cyberpunk. Um, there was the developer came out and said, uh, oh, "What is it? CD Projekt Red um, yeah. came out, I believe, and offered refunds uh, if there were issues." But then Sony completely pulled it from so... the stores and then offered refunds. Right. There was a, a whole debacle. So somewhere, somewhere along the line, shortly after, a couple of days after the game's release, somebody released an article saying that CDPR was straight up offering refunds through their services, and they weren't. They came out and did an article and said, "Hey, we're not offering refunds. You have to go through the retailer where you purchased it from. But here's an email address. If you guys have issues with it, email us. We'll try and help out." Now, a couple of days later. Uh, it has come out where both Sony and Microsoft, for the first time ever, are allowing refunds on digital purchases of the of Cyberpunk, uh, and Sony has pulled it from their digital store. You cannot buy a digital copy through Sony. Now, if um, I look at it correctly, though, the biggest problem is its functionality on older consoles because it's working correct. fairly well on the next gen and PC. Yep, it looks great on next gen and PC. I have it on Series X. Tyler has it on PC. Uh, you also have it on PC, Greg. I know you haven't played too too much, um, but yeah, I also because I have a digital copy for my Series X. So I so did could it just be that it. the issue is like they created the game and developed it for next gen and then had to sort of go backwards and try to reconfigure it for older consoles and the problems no. there? No, the the issue is the game wasn't ready. 100%. That's what the issue was. The CDPR has come out and said they just didn't look at the performance of mm-hmm. PS4. That's what the official reports have been. Um, right. Just recently, we were just reading an article on the way into the office today uh, where I don't know. Somebody must have whistleblown because there's not really anything official from CDPR on this. Um, but I, I guess there's a rift right now 
in CDPR as a company between the the people, the teams that were straight up developing the game and the management and shareholder groups. Um, because the developer side straight up was like, the game is not ready. It's not ready for release. You guys have set an unrealistic deadline. And management and the shareholders were like, nope, it's being released on this day. It's fine. It's playable, blah, blah, blah. Here we are. It's not playable for last-gen consoles. Correction. It's playable, but it's an awful experience for last-gen consoles. Uh, I tested it, that theory myself because I have the digital copy, and I installed it on my Xbox One, and it's not good. <laughs> um, frame rate was, Christ, 15 frames at most with really poor renders. So, Wow. And that was starting the game fresh, so yeah. not great. And on the flip side, I think my version on PC at worst I think has hit like 45 frames which yeah. is but, more but than this is this is the first time in history that this has happened but we've experienced buggy games in the past so why all of a sudden is this the game where you know r people have been putting their foot down and Sony and Microsoft have been pulling it so I think because so from playing the game right the bugs in the game because there are bugs mm -hmm. as you would expect with any day one release there's gonna be bugs they're j it's not a perfect game the bugs are understandable some of them are kind of funny some of them are frustrating but right. the bugs are normal i wouldn't consider the bugs anything game breaking where i'm stuck in a, a horrible situation where it's just the game's busted and i can't play it the issue that i think with this is the absolute garbage quality of gameplay on the last gen consoles it was so poorly produced for it almost as if they didn't test it at all and they've come out and said that they didn't they didn't but is there no way for them to just pull it for last gen consoles restricted in the store so that it can only be installed on next gen and pc or is that just not something that they, that they can do I'm sure they could, whether it's a good idea, probably not. I think the better solution for them, which is what they've indicated that they're striving towards, is patching and optimizing the game to work better on uh, uh, last-gen consoles, which... But that just sounds like I a whole whole new development timeline. That's going to take months. Yep, they've said by February it'll be done. Yeah. So oh, wow. Okay, that's a, sh that's a shorter timeline than I would have expected. Well, yeah, we'll I mean, they, well, they're working with an already, you know, released version yeah, we'll of the game see. that's just optimizing, so... We'll see. They've been wrong you know how every timeline so far, so... Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the release of Cyberpunk 2077 uh, next year. Um, right. The re-release. <laughs> I will say... So the hottest release I, of 2021. Yeah, the so the two or three of us have the, have the advantage of playing it in the best possible way. It's pretty solid. I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10 right now. The bugs take two points away from that immediately. Mm -hmm. um, and then the half, there's a lot of gameplay mechanics I don't necessarily agree with. But no, the for the video, I think there are the reports saying on current gen it's running less than 720p. Um, in, wow. in some instances, yeah. Right. It's just just awful. A lot of clipping, a lot of T-posing. It's mm -hmm. bad. And yeah. to be fair, well, the, mm -hmm. the current gen consoles, I say current gen because that's just what it is now. The Series XS, PS5 and all that, and computers and PCs. There's still those same bugs. Those same bugs are there. I've had T-posing in mine. I've had clipping yeah. issues. It, for, it's still there. Yeah, for current gen, it just does not work out. And speaking of working out... Uh, oh, we man, have the... you beat me right to it. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. <laughs> uh, speaking of working out, uh, Apple is launching their Apple Fitness Plus. 
And as someone who who despises most Apple stuff, I will be the first to say that this is something that I could get behind. So Apple Fitness Plus. So if you own an Apple Watch, especially, it's really good. So Apple Fitness Plus is a subscription service. Uh, It's ten dollars a month. Um, but what it does is that it hooks right to your Apple Watch. You can actually get download the app, um, I believe, on any Apple device, Apple TV, iPad, or iPhone, and it syncs with your Apple Watch. So while you're actually watching a lot of these pre-programmed workouts that Apple's loaded into this, your um, uh, health stats will appear on the screen from your as monitored by your Apple Watch. It'll show you the That's time of your workout, cool. your heart rate, calories that you've burned. And looking at the library of stuff that Apple's put in there, it's a ton of different workouts. There's 10 different types of workouts. Um, and uh, there's stuff that is like treadmill, there's stationary bike, rowing, dance, strength training, core, high-intensity stuff. Um, and it's what sets it apart from the other stuff like what Nike has um, – and things like that is that direct integration with the Apple Watches. Not only can you see your stats, um, but Fitness Plus also uses all your previous workout data from any device that can sync to the health app. So any device that you had that syncs to that app, um, you know, it'll show the history of stuff. So it'll pull everything in so you're not starting out, you know, fresh. Um, and I think that's really awesome because it not only... Yeah, because it it reminds me a little bit of the Peloton, that sort of guided workout stuff, Um, but it's not obviously as expensive. So for $10 a month and you can cancel any time, you can go into this library of workout stuff, pull what you like, what you want to do, and it'll sync right to that. And I think that's a phenomenal, you know, uh, merging of those, you know, devices. Absolutely. And the fact that they're able to integrate it with what you already have, you know, you don't have to go and buy something proprietary assuming you you do already have it i mean if you have a smart tv which most people do nowadays you can just download the apple tv app and you should be fine as far as i know right but not even that like if you already own a treadmill if you already own a rowing machine um they have mounts you know for the your ipad and phone that you can put right Mm -hmm. on your machine and still load that in there so you could if you have a rowing machine you can you know mount it to it and you know, have that accessibility, or even if not, you can just place your rowing machine in front of a counter, put your iPad on the counter and do it that way. So there's a lot of flexibility with stuff that you already own. Right. And the fact that you can just see real time stats and, and statistics on what you're currently putting your body through and you see, you can real time track your goals. Like I want to make sure I try and maintain this heart rate for this entire exercise and you adjust accordingly to be able to see live feedback on it. I mean, it's, that's pretty awesome. And you can see, statistics and all that for everything that you've been doing for all of your workouts so it's a great way to track your improvements yeah so i'm i can i can confidently say as someone who's on record of not being super thrilled about apple i'm jealous that there's not something on the the other side of the fence for this this is a really cool idea agreed yep nice nicely done apple nicely done now don't fuck it up yeah but think speaking of things that have been fucked up uh i was wondering uh, how you're gonna swing that one (laughs) Because we know our government is so functional. Um, yeah. This is something we, we've talked a lot about copyrighted music and broadcasting. It's something that we're passionate mm-hmm. about. It's something that we you know, have been keeping track of throughout the various lawsuits and, and issues. And the government is at it again. Um, so there's mm-hmm. a proposed law that could hit Twitch streamers with felonies for broadcasting copyrighted music. Um, wow, just so dumb. <laughs> right. And so basically, you know, the proposal is to turn unauthorized commercial streaming of copyrighted material uh, 
um, you know, into a felony offense with possible prison sentence. And Which seems a bit currently, excessive to me. Right, because currently these violations, no matter how severe, are misdemeanors rather than felonies. Um, and because the law currently regards streaming as a public performance. Um, and so now what this does is it changes that uh, into a felony, um, you know, and would basically, you know, shut down any possibility of streaming anything. Um, right. And of course, there's a lot of, of pushback to this, you know, from streamers right. and from people who view it as, you know, a violation of expression. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that we're going to see is is going to, you know, the, the push against it will be on freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and but there's been a, a ton of pushback from a lot of associations and foundations and things like that. And, um, you know, while there's a lot of you know respect for that, the fact that Congress wants to, you know, look at the intellectual property system um, and and revamp it. Um, there are a lot of issues because this not only is going to affect Twitch streamers, it's going to affect, um, you know, small and medium sized businesses, libraries, students, teachers, educational institutions. Like if I'm playing a video uh, over YouTube for my students, that's an educational video on something. And there just happens to be a copyrighted piece of music in that video. Now I'm in trouble for streaming that you know, across right. that, you know, to my kid, because there's no real, this is a very blanket law. There's no sort of subdivisions of yes, no, who can do what. Right. I, I, I understand where they're coming from as in an area where they're trying to ensure that copyright protected things, you're not taking advantage. You're not trying to make money off of somebody else's work right that's the thought process behind this and that makes sense however you have to look at how this is being applied in a streaming sense we've said it many times unless the stream is designed where you are coming for the music where like somebody's like djing music that makes sense that person is not probably not paying for licenses and they're just that's they're bringing people in with their music right in an instance where you have streamers who are playing games and they have music playing in the background or somebody in your situation, Greg, where you're you're trying to use a, a video for educational purposes, not for the music. Those instances. Right, and the- yeah, where you're not generating any revenue off of the music that should not be affecting copyright laws. Well, well, and I and so, I don't mind that they're tackling this now. The problem is that they're forcing it through. They're trying to force it through the funding bill. And as of this week, you know, the, the deadline, you know, was, I believe, yesterday, um, mm-hmm. you know, or it's sometime next week um, to get the funding bill passed. And the fact that uh, that these groups are trying to squeeze into the funding bill, this music copyright thing, that's the thing with laws yeah. is that it's never just a straightforward thing. It's never just, OK, here's our funding bill to keep the government open. It's, oh, by the way, I will yeah, vote for this if this. you can squeeze this in there. Yeah, right. Because they're squeezing it in the funding bill. And the way that they're doing it is that they're trying to create new funds for a subset of the copyright office. They would create create basically a judiciary court style system in the copyright office that just deals with these violations. And that's how they're trying to pass it is that they're getting trying to get funding to create this new office uh, in the copyright office and the funding there would you know create that but also at the expense of passing this new law um, 
And so that for me is just like priorities. Like this is not a must deal with right now. We're at a we're at a right, a, a, a point where we need the funding bill to you know keep the government open, and all this little you know must haves in there are sort of what holds this up. Um, and if something like this is going to hold up, you know, trillions of dollars in spending, then it's just not worth it. But that's the kind of thing that's annoying is that. You know, there's not a lot of debate going on because it's like someone introduces this on a Tuesday. The bills due Friday and there's not a whole lot of, you know, ability to be flexible. So, yeah, that's where yeah, I agree. Pain. On a uh, on a uh, more of a silver lining on that, since since that has been kind of pushed out and talked about, uh, OBS and Twitch have been worked, have pushed out an update through OBS to where they'll you can broadcast different audio streams. But on the the VODs, their videos on demand, it will strip out the game audio, so it'll still keep your audio, or the mm-hmm. game audio, the music audio, whatever, right. so it'll still keep your audio for the VODs, so you don't have a collection of things that'll then potentially get ripped down in the future. Right. So that's already live, which is cool. I think for the Twitch marketplace and everything that way, it works well, but that law is still stupid for a lot of other situations where that can't apply. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I don't like, I agree with what you're saying, Greg. I don't like that they're just tacking it onto this just to get it to force through. I do think it's something that needs to be reviewed. I don't necessarily agree with the way they're doing it um, because it's affecting a lot of people unnecessarily. I do at the same time want to make sure that the people who have created this content on both sides of the spectrum are being taken care of, being cared for, and nobody's being taken advantage of. So, but I don't like the way that they're going about getting this. Addressed. No, because a lot of a lot of streamers are worried that this is just going to pass. You know, they're going to pass the bill um, that includes this and not even look at this section of it. But you know, for the sake of okay, we're at an agreement. Let's just, let's just pass the bill, and this is just right. going to sneak by. So, you know, updates for that coming through. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, they can, um, you know, keep the this out of it, but keeping the overall spending bill alive. Um, but speaking of keeping things alive, keeping uh, things alive, long live flash, (laughs) long live flash. So as everybody's probably noticed in their Google Chrome browser, especially using Chrome for months and months and months, we've gotten that alert at the top that says flash players no longer going to be supported as of December, 2020. Um, Mm -hmm. and so what's happening is, uh, armor games, which is one of the largest, you know, libraries of flash games on the internet, is shifting to emulation next year uh, as a way to sort of combat the fact that uh, Flash is being phased out. And so what Armor Games is doing, because Flash is basically their entire existence, Mm -hmm. um, what uh, they're going to do is convert existing Flash games to HTML5 or um, have an emulation software that will, uh, you know, play these games for them. That's delightful news. Which will be great, because so many good games. Oh, my God. So many. There's a ton. Among Us, we've we've said Among Us is basically a glorified Flash game, and that's really not much of a joke, because Flash games were just like that. Simple, quick little things that you could play that weren't very intense games. Like, it's... Ah, I would hate to I see mean, them go away forever. Super Meat Boy started yeah, as a Flash that, game. Yeah, and that's a... Uh, classic now it's on a lot of consoles they're, re- they're doing new dlc and new games for it mm-hmm. upcoming um alien yeah Hominid, so what they're doing was, is they're yeah. they're utilizing a, an open source flash emulator called ruffle um is what they're going to be um doing it and it's not perfect because they don't expect every flash game to be compatible from day one um but they're going to start working through it and you know get them you know, as many as they can on there with the hope of getting all of them you know working with the emulator 
Right. I mean, the fact that somebody's willing to do that is pretty fantastic because, I mean, we really took that for granted back in the day. There was so many and so many small little creators because it wasn't overly difficult to put together a Flash game. It just took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So, and people would people would sit there and craft these beautiful games. I mean, simple games, but so entertaining. Like, I Christ, I remember Bowman. You remember that? Yep. Shooting oh, the yeah. bow back and forth? Well, not what even that. Like, fuck? Flash was also a really important entry for people who wanted to do coding and do get into video games and start designing them and on the educational front flash is used as sort of an introduction to game design you know that you need to start here before you can work your way up and so mm-hmm. um you know having that ability was really important absolutely so, and, and you know if you can get into uh flash design and game design you know in that way really the possibilities are infinite and speaking hey greg do you have something related to infiniteness i sure do so you remember when (laughs) you remember when uh when it was uh promised that 343 studios announced that halo infinite was going to be uh uh, launched alongside the series x yeah i can tell you i don't have it so yeah right how's your series they weren't (laughs) so good they weren't wrong because it's probably going to be released alongside the slim series x if they do that (laughs) in fall of 2021 maybe yeah it's a maybe. maybe rather than a yeah, and we'll talk a little like bit a more about that when stick. we get into our deep dive on 2021 releases. But it is mm-hmm. still unsure because they've said that it's going to be fall 2021 at the earliest. Right. So, uh, roughly at fall, even then, is a pretty vague release window. So it's yeah, a very that's a huge window. It's a good chance the game can be pushed back a year from its original release date. Yeah, I would not be surprised if we don't see a holiday 2022 release for that. Well, maybe they're getting scared by what they're seeing from Cyberpunk and being like, yeah, we should go back and look at this and uh, make sure the game's actually ready. I will. I've said it before and I will continue to say it. This generation was a year early. The consoles were. the year. Yeah, the consoles were a year early. That's Everyone's trying to scramble to get shit to work. Well, and and in the past, I mean, Halo was the standard bearer for, for consoles, you know, when it came yeah. to releases and things like that. And they, I think that 343 was probably developing this thinking that next gen was going to be next year. I'm sure a lot of these companies were mm-hmm. thinking that next gen was going to be next year. And yep. when it was, you know, a couple years ago when they said, okay, fall of 2020, they were like, oh, crap. Right. Let's rush this. And three four three is not going to take any chances by having another, you know, cyber well, cyberpunk, we, and they're going to push it back. We saw what happened when it when something gets rushed, right? So yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, the proof is in what you're seeing for releases right now. I mean, when have we ever had a new console release and we didn't have a shit ton of new games come out the same year for it? We didn't even have launch titles at all. I what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Yeah, the launch titles for the PS5 was Demon Souls, which was a remaster, right? And Spider-Man Miles Morales, which was a glorified DLC. Right. So, my correction, there were no exclusive launch titles for either console. Hell, no. there wasn't, I think as of right now, there still isn't an exclusive Series X game. No. There at isn't. all. There, there is, calling Demon Souls exclusive to PS5 is a stretch. So, there's, so I'll, I'll clarify, there's no next-gen exclusive no, yeah, for either Microsoft. One of them. For either one of them. That's true. Like, yeah, the... There's no because Sony there's no next gen exclusive, period. Yeah, there's no so Sony technically has the exclusive on Demon Souls. You can only get it on PlayStation at all. Right. Microsoft. Yeah, that's even a have, PlayStation exclusive. Microsoft doesn't even have that much going right now. No, they don't have anything like that. Anything it's, that you can play on Xbox besides Halo, which <laughs> here we are. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it, I mean, there's not even a gears thing. There's nothing. They haven't. They had nothing. Right. And we'll. I'll yell and, about this more so, on Saturday's episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so and what we're going to see here with Microsoft, you know, with uh, sorry, with three four three is going to be a race to the finish. Um, you know, with Halo. But speaking of racing, um, I'm going to. <laughs> bring up, hey, we're doing pretty. We're doing so well today. <laughs> um, this is something that's actually concerning me. Um. Because what we're seeing and what we're talking about here is that EA is paying $1.2 billion to purchase Codemaster. And for those of you that don't know Codemasters, you probably know their games. Mm-hmm. Um, they've produced games like Dirt, Dirt Rally, uh, Grid, F1, Project Cars, um, and which is awesome because I, I love Dirt. Um, They're really like a great games, game, yeah. Yeah. And so what's happening now is EA is going to be pulling these in under, you know, what they already have, like Need for Speed, Burnout, uh um, real racing, which is a mobile game. What's concerning me is you're seeing a, so much consolidation in the in in the industry nowadays. I mean, you're seeing a ton of consolidation. You look at Microsoft purchasing, you know, uh, Bethesda Everyone. Softworks, Sony Sony <laughs> right. purchasing Insomniac, Epic purchasing Psionics. Um, you know, you've now got an acquisition here that's basically putting all racing games, with the exception of like Forza and Gran Turismo. Um, under EA, Sony. <laughs> right? Forza not with Sony, and uh, uh, Forza's with Microsoft. Gran Turismo's with Sony. Um, yeah. And what I'm worried about is, I mean, we're seeing a real consolidation here, and I'm wondering how that's going to affect these, not only the the games in general, but how it's going to affect smaller developers. If you're a small developer, why focus on publishing stuff? If you're just going to be acquired or are you just going to be pumping out, you know, crap games in the hope that, you know, the ideas you have are good and that someone will acquire you and make those ideas you have into more polished, you know, bigger games. But the great thing about game development is that there are so many little companies that are popping out great stuff, as you're seeing, like the Celeste of the world and, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, Hades you know, Among Us and Hades. Um, what is this going to do for the future of it if, if these big companies are just going to keep swallowing up smaller companies? See, my concern with this is we're going to see things go the way of EA and sports games where they're just going to end up monopolizing it. They're going to get the exclusive deals, and we're going to see the quality and new content just tank because there's no incentive anymore. When you own the only competition in the game, what's the incentive to make a better one? Why just right? People are just the same thing EA is just going to pop out a new dirt game every year with new skins, and people are just going to buy it for the name, and it's going to be a moneymaker, and that's it. Now, I'm hoping... I don't like EA, so it's 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 tough to even use that word. Um, but so far, because EA bought Respawn some years ago, mm-hmm. so far mm-hmm. that's gone pretty well. Opinions on Apex aside, the game is solid. It's, I didn't get a chance. And to it's play, popular. But I really wanted to. It. I mean, it's it's a it's a battle royale. It's a microtransaction money pit. Sure, yeah. but the game itself is solid, mostly because they just stripped it, apart uh, interesting mechanics. They stripped apart Titanfall and then put that into different characters, yeah. so it works out. Titanfall but, died, so yeah. Well, they, so then they, um, then they end up having respawn go out and make Fallen Order mm-hmm. with Star Wars, and that did really well. It was a really really well polished game. Really good. No microtransactions or whatever, so they're letting Respawn kind of do their thing, be like, hey, you can do your thing, but help us with these things. Right. So I'm kind of hoping that they go, hey, Codemasters, keep doing dirt, keep doing this, keep doing all that. Help us with Need for Speed. Right. Make this better for us. Right. So I'm 
I just see it as a money a money grab. They're yeah. going to shove Ultimately, all of the Codemaster yeah. games in as a part of EA subscription service, um, and Which is by extension part of Game part Pass. Of Game Pass. Um, you're going to see all these bigger companies just swallow these small companies and then make it so that you have to pay their subscription service in order to play these games and add it to the another list of things that is, you know, going to be part of a subscription that you have to buy and pay for. And it's just like that's not that's not why these companies make them in the first place. And I don't blame Codemasters for selling if they got a, a billion yeah, dollars a thrown at them. Peace. See ya. You know, right. they now, you know, have, you know, are being directed by EA. But at the same time, it's like these so, things are just now. Now it's just a farm system. It's just like these smaller companies are just farm systems for, you know, potential buyers at the bigger level that could be swallowed into these subscription services. Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see these games going to. So, so I see them going to the subscription services. I don't see them going exclusively because we I I'm, I don't know if there are any examples. I don't. So Xbox is doing their Game Pass for a while. Long I don't time. I don't know if there are any games that are exclusively on Game Pass. Um you can still buy them if you want the the games just kind of piece by piece, you can do that. You get a discount actually because you have them on Game Pass. Well, I'm I'm saying if you don't have Game Pass at all. Oh yeah, no, you, you can still buy all of the games. You can yes. still buy and play them. I think I'm hoping that EA kind of leaves mostly well enough alone. They'll just utilize some assets from Codemasters in their own thing and let Codemasters keep doing the uh, the the dirts and the the F1, the grid, and project cars, and then they have, utilize their studios otherwise. Otherwise, I can't really see a reason why they would want to not let them do that, like squash them out. Like you can't deny it. The games are great. They have great followings. The games always do well, and they're cross. Well, not cross-platform, but they're they're released on all of the platforms. So why would you stop that from happening? Aside from now, all of a sudden you're going to be able to have dirt on Game Pass, which I think might have already been there. I can't remember. Um, but uh, like F1 is going to be on Game Pass. Hopefully, that's what we're going to end up seeing from this. But ultimately, it's a money grab. They have more developers; yep. they can make new things or just control it. So that it was our headlines. A lot of good stuff in there. Um, a lot of terrible yeah. Stuff too. So now, <laughs> yeah, a lot of terrible stuff. And and now we're going to move on to the weird news of the week. The weird stuff. And we're going to do something special today, um, just because we feel like it's warranted. What we're going to do, because each of us Always. normally pr provides a weird news of the week, and we're going to do one as a group. And God bless America, because <laughs> we've been talking about Space Force, and I, I still think I'm in some kind of weird dream about Space Force. But uh, Vice President Mike Pence came out and said that uh, we finally got a name for the members of the Space Force and uh, it makes me think that they discovered some round, white, spherical object on Mars. <laughs> the moon. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, the moon. Yeah. They discovered yeah. the moon. <laughs> What's that weird thing in the sky? We got to protect against it. They are calling the, the They're calling the, the members of the space force guardians. <laughs> yes, guardian. <laughs> yes, guardian. And for every Destiny player out there, uh, yeah, I know, I get it. it and it's. I, I'm wondering what the subdivisions are going to be. You know, I'm wondering you know if, like, the, instead of <laughs> general, it's going to be like warlocks. Yeah, instead of general, it's going to be Star Lord. You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, and we're going to have Marvel sponsoring the spacesuits. You know, it's just uh, it's, it, it's not going to be private first class. It's just going to be blueberry. <laughs> yeah, you just blueberries. <laughs> because here are words that you know are going to be spoken. Hello, guardians. 
<laughs> and it's just never ever any any member of the space force that has ever played destiny is going to be like <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah if if they don't have lance reddick go in and make a speech I am upset. Oh, they should too. This is like, Guardians. Really just huh. dig into that. <laughs> just bring Guardians, place. deep beneath the ruins of the moon, <laughs> in the ruins of an old colony ship, Get Peter lies Sepkis Prime. That wi- that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> yeah, Peter Peter Dinklage is now the voice of the AI in the new rockets. That it's like, uh, can we get can we get a status check? Uh, we're forty thousand feet and climbing. Uh, What's oh? What's that? It's oh! It's the moon, and astronauts are just falling. Sorry, guardians are just falling asleep in their chairs. Like, <laughs> just, get, just get all right. No, we need we need to get Lenny James as the countdown now. Ten, <laughs> nine, guardian. <laughs> like we need him. And then and, and when they get to one, it. instead of saying blast off, he just goes. <laughs> You've done it, yeah. Guardian. <laughs> so that's that's our group weird news of the week. Take from it what you will, but dear God. Um, so Tyler, you have uh, the first weird news. Yes, this is um, uh, a little bit of a departure. Um, it's not necessarily tech or gaming related, which is fine. Perhaps. I mean, I think your news <laughs> provides uh, ours some stiff competition. <laughs> Maybe I mean at least well people said, at least people will be happy about it. Um, yes, yeah, rock so, solid. There was a um, <laughs> there was a bit of a, a snafu that uh, a kerfuffle. Yeah, that oh. happened. Uh, there was a recall for two different medications from a company because they were apparently mixed when they were bottled. Um, so people that were supposed to get antidepressants got erectile dysfunction meds, nice. and people who got erectile <laughs> dysfunction meds got antidepressants. Now, part of me thinks, without getting too deep into the medical part, like. I think most of these solve themselves, truthfully. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be all right. You're depressed? Well, part of you isn't. Like, now you just have a sad boner. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's Talk, happening. Talking oh, to your therapist. How are, you, how are you feeling today? Well, Life's I'm not depressed. Hard. I'm just worried. <laughs> right? Like, I, I, can't, I don't have time to be depressed because I'm very concerned. <laughs> yeah, I walked through the bread aisle at the grocery store and got aroused looking at the Wonder Bread, and right. I'm just not sure what to do. Right, I turned that <laughs> loaf of bread into bagels like it was a problem. <laughs> yeah, and then people who were supposed to be in the erectile dysfunction meds go to their doctor. The doctor like, how are things? And they're like, well, not working properly, but I'm not too upset about it. Right. <laughs> so I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, I feel great, but nothing is working. Right, it's broken. <laughs> I'm jazzed about it. Like. I don't know, watched a but guy fuck bread, didn't matter. <laughs> Honestly. That is a class action lawsuit just waiting to happen. Right? Oh, just, you know it is. Just watched a sad dude go to town on some bread, but I didn't feel any, any way about <laughs> it. <laughs> just just depressed people with raging hard-ons, and then people <laughs> with, uh, with, with limp dicks just not really having to care in the world. It's you a know, weird... Of the medications <laughs> to mix up, I mean, probably <laughs> not so bad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. But that that's ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, don't that's, mix up the medications right, in the future, from, though. But Jesus, from the serious medical standpoint, that's really bad. Yeah, like, somebody fucked bad. up, but I hope they got fired for it. But holy shit! Yeah. Oh boy, on the surface level, that's that's hilarious. pretty comical outcomes from that. I have no doubt. Speaking <laughs> speaking of comical, I will go on to mine because it's going to be about my body. Oh, um, good. Thank fuck. <laughs> so. There's been a lot of debate about Amazon's new Halo band, which is their fitness tracking band. And just for clarity's sake, I got one. I got early access to one um, for half price. Um, so I will be wearing it. Um, 
the the problem with it though is that as as in depth as it looks it measures body fat percentage but you have to strip down to your underwear or other similar skin tight clothing and capture photographs of your body in 360 to send to the cloud servers which by the way you know is not good because they just got hacked um yeah i don't and really want to do that yeah so there I'm curious if that's an optional feature, you know, but I'm going to tell you right now that the pictures that I take of my body are not going to be (laughs) flattering. So whoever is watching me, like I'm going to cover myself in something or I'm going to wear something really beautiful, like, like a thong maybe or something (laughs) like that. So whatever Amazon employee is, my handler is not going to be pleased. (laughs) They're going to be upset. No, no, please, please refer to them by their official title. They're going to be, they're, they're Amazon pimps is what they are. (laughs) They need to handle their stable uh, and your, one of their one of their stable so you're, you're, you're yeah I, I will be pleased if after just like a month and i lose some weight i just get like a random notification that's like that like you know sly <laughs> wink you know eyebrow up <laughs> face looking pretty good like, there greg <laughs> yeah I'd be like thanks guy you know you're you want a song picture up. again no please god no so yeah so if you're worried <laughs> no, about it absolutely I, 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 i'm worried about you know in stuff going to Amazon. I mean, I'm not worried about it, but if you are, yeah, that's, it's concerning that with a company like Amazon, as we've discussed before is, you know, has access to this has, you know, their, their servers are being hacked. You know, it's one of those things that I think, you know, is, is concerning, but I will give you an update uh, in a couple weeks. Um, let's, you know, after I scanned my body and sent it in. Good let's, news. Um, let's also not forget that it, it, it also scolds you. And uh, um, keeps you on your toes about like your your body language and your your tone and everything to make sure you're not like being a dick. Oh yeah, which is really the yep. dumbest thing in the world. I feel like I do yeah, remember I'm so excited. about that. It does. It so like excited. sends an alert if you're sending if you're using foul language or something stupid. Yeah. Your tone. But s- yeah. speaking of foul, uh, we're going to talk about birds potentially, um, or bird uh, ancestors. <laughs> Uh, in Ryan's weird news, <laughs> boo! That one was boo. not great, Greg. So, come on, what foul. I have for you, come on. What I have for you guys here this week is a weird rave dinosaur, and that's what I'm calling it. Um, this was a Cybersaur 2077. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this was a dinosaur fossil that was discovered that apparently had quote. This is in the the article itself. Bizarre shoulder decorations. They're referring to it as the peacock of the Cretaceous period. It's fucking weird. There's an artist rendition of it, and it's got these giant neon rods sticking out of its shoulders, and they actually refer to them as fluorescent uh, uh, structures that were jutting out of its shoulders. So it's freaking weird as hell, and it, like, there's, I find it very difficult to believe that there was an animal like, looking like this walking around, but, I mean, I guess... It honestly looks like something clean out of Death Stranding. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> With the, it's got like the same thin, like, uh, like flappy neon, bits. Yeah, little. Fl- yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of too. Yeah. It just looks fucking. Well, it's weird nothing they've ever seen before. <laughs> so, like, they were able to get you know from this fossil some idea that there were sort of some filamentous structures coming out of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the guy that was like, ah, got you. Like, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> this what, is this what looks it like. Is. Yeah, I've, I, Wait, this is the thing I've been dreaming about. Someone mentions it, and just you hear furious shuffling. <laughs> I got it. I, I did it already. I, here you go. Yeah. Don't worry about this it. This is and, yeah. and the name of the dinosaur. It's the Ubirajara jubatus. 
I wasn't I, even going to attempt is, that. Is, so thank is, you, Greg. Is that a name of like the new Swedish house funk single? Like, yes, that's, sure. I think that's ex- yeah. they doubled it as that as well. Probably. So, yeah, I can't wait. Definitely an interesting one that I found. Figured I'd share it with everybody. Uh, I thought they just called the Ravis drug as illegalists, but you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's, and I'll see the, myself out. The molliest, sweatiest is what uh, is what oh, that good. is. Good, good, good. <laughs> the bathroom stallest Linus is what. <laughs> the, the daftest punkus. The daftest punkest. <laughs> I like that one the best. All right, awesome. So yeah, that's that's we, weird news. We got a nice cross section of 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 medical issues and my body and a dinosaurs. weird rave dinosaur. I mean, yeah. I think we nailed it this week. Yes, yeah, yeah. we've peaked. We and can't forget the peaked. guardians that we now have. Guardians. Yep. Yes, guardian. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, with that in mind, we're going to move on to Greg Stock Minute, honey. <laughs> Greg Stock Minute. <laughs> <laughs> So stocks are surging, uh, which means that our country is in just doing so well, um, you know, because the uh, stocks are surging. I just want to pat myself on the back for the fact that the Airbnb um, IPO just nailed it because uh, they were originally selling it at $60 a share and immediately went up to like 140 within a day. Uh, so wow. anybody who bought those ahead of time, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so I did not. Um, you didn't but, take your own uh, advice. <laughs> I did not take my own advice. I did not take my own advice. I probably should have. So why um, didn't you? If you don't, how do yeah. you expect anyone else to? <laughs> I know. Well, it was weird. You know, the the election didn't have as much of an impact on the economy as I thought. Um, and stocks part, are still though. surging. COVID again. COVID is the wild card in all of this. Um, but as the the market continues to soar, uh, things to keep in mind going into the new year are holiday sales. Um, and holiday sales are going to be a real important part of the reports that are going to be coming out in March and April from these companies. So companies to keep an eye on are obviously going to be Amazon, um, you know, who had who lowered their guidance a little bit um, for the first quarter, but we'll probably still see success. I imagine that Amazon more than anyone is going to benefit from the pandemic and shopping because most people are going online um, for their shopping. And so we'll have to wait and see what the actual numbers on that are. Uh, another thing to keep an eye out on, too, is real estate. Um, real estate, uh, I'm still a little iffy on going into next year. Um, but if you're uncertain, I always recommend apps like M1, uh, where you can create slices of pies that you can assemble of companies that you like and ETFs that you like, sectors that you like. For example, I, I, I when I had M1, I used a clean energy uh, ETF, which basically just bought was just like 1% in like 50 or 60 different companies so that if you know there is a tank, it's not real big. Um, but you want to make sure that you diversify as much as possible. So things are definitely looking optimistic so far. I just be wary because for every real, you know, increase, there's going to be a sharp decrease. But in any case, we are not a sponsor or advertiser or anything, you know, for M1. Uh, it's just an app that I like, my own personal recommendation that I have used in the past. But uh, apps like that that do give you the ability to diversify might be better than sort of throwing your cards all in one deck. So that's my stock minute. That was the longest stock minute you've had the entire time we've been doing that. That's true. I know. I'm so That might have actually ready. been a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might have been correct this time. 
Yep. So uh, th- that's it. That's that's Nanner news for the week. We covered a lot. Um, we'll have more going forward, especially as we get into the new year on uh, tech development with CES coming out and happening in the beginning of January. So we'll have information mm-hmm. on that. Uh, keep an ear out for this Saturday's uh, deep dive, uh, which we're going to go deeper into the uh, video game releases of 2021, or at least what we know of. Uh, you have a relatively organized slate for the first six months or so, and after that. So, uh, let's see here. So, in one Cyberpunk 2077 glitch, we'll say goodbye. Dick pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, he took the good one, so I'll be uh, 400 foot shoot back on the And I'm going to go with random explode bodies. <laughs> so, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>